forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. The trees growing out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Ooh, let's chop it up, girl. Mm. Ooh, so Halloween just happened. An election happened. I have no idea because we're recording this before Halloween and before the election. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't know if we happy or sad, but yeah. um, <laughs> we're in limbo. Uh, but um, we, do have, we do have we do it. It's November now, so we so, do have the the holiday season. Thanksgiving is coming up. Did you say hollandaise? <laughs> yes, I want some eggs Benedict with some hollandaise sauce. Mm-mm. Oh my god, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Is you cooking Manila? You feel burn the house down? I have no idea, girl. Like, I don't know because, like, we're we're in COVID lockdown. I'm assuming that I'm gonna probably like get some turkey. I'm gonna roast some turkey. I'm gonna probably get some stovetop stuff in. Oh my god! Um, oh my and god! And some canned like gravy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, stop talking. Why? What you gonna? Are you this gonna do a full all, on? This is I, all blasphemy from my household perspective. We don't do no can this and can that, girl. No man, stovetop. What are you talking about? I want some dressing. I need me some good old cornbread dressing. I just bought me a new um, cast iron skillet. Ooh! Oh my god, girl, the best investment ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes the oh my god! Can't wait to make some homemade cornbread from scratch, bitch, to go up in this cornbread dressing. So I'm gonna look. I I know we're not gonna do nothing big or major. I don't plan on going nowhere because I don't want to. There's something out there trying to kill me, and so <laughs> I'm trying to keep it cute. But I I cannot help but say I want some tradition to happen because this is our first Thanksgiving in our new home. Oh, yeah. So we're kind of trying to build some new traditions in our new home during a weird freaking time in our lives. So um, it's going to be awkward, but we got to do it. Well, I think that, the, I think that you know, tradition is like, tradition is always ever, ever evolving. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. and really what it comes down to is like it doesn't have to be like exact same thing every single time. Right. But the feeling that you get should be the, the tradition. Nostalgia. Yeah. That yeah. nostalgia. That yeah. feeling of, of waking up and smelling the aroma of food cooking when you get up and you know that it's gonna be on like Donkey Kong because mom has started cooking the night the day before or two oh. days before. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. They start like two days before with the prepping and then this and then that and then all you got to do is pop it in the oven the day of and it's like bam and you can just smell it the whole house is aromating with candy yams and greens and green beans and macaroni and cheese and cornbread and turkey and honey baked ham you are making me so fucking hungry bitch (laughs) 
that sounds so good. I am like like ready to get a COVID test, get my ass on a plane, quarantine for two weeks before I come over to your house and eat come some on. of this food. You and Mike, come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> Give me a reason, honey. I will throw down, honey. Well, I don't I don't know. Like I, I feel like I feel like, you know, like there's a lot of people that are going to, you know, uh, invite people over. Maybe even small groups. We're not gonna have like a small. big a big thing, but like I encourage everyone to go get tested, COVID tested before you go out on Thanksgiving to, you know, you don't want to get your great aunt sick. You don't want to be like, not for some fucking turkey. And I know Latrice's cornbread stuffing is good, <laughs> but it, don't, don't kill grandma because of it. So go, I encourage everyone to go get tested before you guys go to your family reunions. I'm I'm calling up my mom and telling her like, go get tested. Go. Get, she's like, but I haven't. Just who cares? It doesn't for the, matter for, for the, the knowing, for the no, just knowing you can say, but I've been tested and I am clear. I'm clear. Like, uh, I agree so much. And um, I was talking to my brother yesterday. I called him up and um, he was telling me that, uh, Thanksgiving was going to be in Vegas. I was like, who lives in Vegas? Because I don't like, none of my family live in Vegas. He's like, oh, uh, my timeshare. I said, oh, I forgot you got places like that. Okay, oh, okay. okay your okay, beauty. Okay. Oh. But he was like. <laughs> your beauty. <laughs> <laughs> he, I was, he, was, he was saying, like, he was talking about the grandkids coming over and everything. He's like, uh-huh, you just make sure that is a mandatory COVID testing. But if you planning on coming to visit granddaddy and pop pop and grandmama, you go ahead and get tested first because you don't want to have come over Thanksgiving and then next week granddaddy yeah. dead and on the mantle. You know? <laughs> I was like, how dark is this? He was like, I don't know how I got from Thanksgiving to being on the mantle, but I digress. But no, I, mean, <laughs> I totally agree with you. Like, there, there are some things that you just really have to put into perspective. Like, tradition is not going to outweigh the safety of your Baby, loved ones. Understand that because you because need to live. Because you can live. sit at home with a box of stovetop stuffing and, and your get fantasy. your fucking Thanksgiving <laughs> fantasy. You can watch a fucking old fucking Macy's Day Parade on YouTube if you must. Don't be, don't be, don't be stupid. I don't mean, be like stupid. Yeah. we don't know who won the election at this point. So we don't know what's in store for uh, the country of the United States of America. So Pete, we please guys be responsible. Think, think, think with your, think with your heart and your mind. Like this, uh, it makes me, it makes me nervous, but I'm, I am excited to like, you know, like cook me some food and just have, I'm excited because I love me some Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh my God. So, if there's just me and Michael eating, like, and we do the full Thanksgiving feast, like, I'm going to have leftovers until right, probably, right. I, at know, least I, until December. Yeah. And I know that I, I cannot not cook because, uh, you know, just even for me and Christopher, we, I, you know, even if it's for just us, I, I still want to feel like we're having our, our own special Thanksgiving. So... You know, but I'm sure there'll be some wayward children coming by. And if that's the case, mandatory COVID testing, bitch. Don't be coming up in here with that bull honky because we can't. Yes, because you can't have a, you can't eat mm, a Thanksgiving feast while wearing a mask. Mm, you can't do it. Nope. You can't do it. Can't do it. So, yeah. What else are you doing right now? Like, have you been working um, on anything that's fun? I actually, not you know drag what I, related? Oh, not drag related. You know, like, 
it, several months in this this pandemic has been very very hard on me as you know like as a creator as an artist like i've put so much of my energy into my drag these days it's 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 hard for me to like concentrate my energies my creative energies into my drag because I only got to be in drag from the neck up for this podcast. <laughs> True story. <laughs> you know? So I've actually been painting more. Oh, my God. Okay, so I just saw the one you completed, Miss Thing. That oh, yes. is mind-boggling. Like, you know, I call myself a little doodler, but, bitch, you are fucking for real, for real, like... The real deal, Holyfield. I am so impressed, Manila. Like, I don't even know how you do. Like, I, like, I don't even know how you do that. But it was remarkable, beautifully done. And who's the friend that you did it? Who was it? Um, my my friend Stephen. He's one of um Michael and my closest friends. Um, he is such a wonderful person, and he loves. Uh, his Instagram is Polania. 1991 and he's he's one of our dearest friends and his instagram he loves to show off his beautiful colombian ass all the time so we had him over for uh, a nice little dinner um and then i was like i want to paint you as like a as like a gift to you because like i i'm I'm into painting right now so Mm. he took off all of his clothes and lounged on our sofa, and I I took some reference photos of his beautiful backside, and then I painted him in this beautiful painting of him sitting amidst some Roman ru- Roman ruins on a sculpture, a, a busted up sculpture of a marble ass. Yeah, <laughs> it was ass on ass. Ass on ass. That's ass awesome. on ass. Um, and it took me uh, it took me six days to paint because it's a very large canvas. Um, I painted oh, it. Oh, you about his large ass. Yeah, and I wanted to get a bit. I wanted to get in. Yeah, I really wanted to get the details in, of his ass in there. So I, I've been painting. I've been painting. And I know you, you paint as well. Yeah, well, like you know, fuck what I do, like girl. <laughs> Damn, you know, I'm painting little butterflies. I mean, I don't want to diminish what I do because it is no, beautiful. No. Uh, but it's just, I, I you know, it, yours is a world apart from what I do. And I just can't even conceive how that, how you do that. Like the perspective and details. And you put him in the fucking ancient Roman ruins, like for real, for real. And like you showed the little the pro the progress you know the you know the procedure and how you uh, progressed throughout the painting and I was just like look how he evolved and just the more dimension and depth and detail just it was mind boggling so good for you and um I'm well, gonna the have thing to have you do like- a portrait for me do I have to come over and pose naked too. Yeah, I mean, Latrice, I would love for you I to pose. Mean, like, we talked about this on, on one of our uh, previous podcasts, if you've ever posed nude, and I would love... And I haven't. Maybe I would you could be my first. I would love... I would love... I, can, I would die to do that. I honestly You would probably do. be the only person other than my husband that I would be comfortable, like, doing Just something like that. Just sitting up yeah. naked, like, like you totally. fucking paint you. 
Yeah. Well, I I I I love the human form. I think all body types are beautiful. Um, and I really, really do love painting. I know that you paint as well. And it's just like a really, really nice thing to be able to uh, express yourself in a creative way, like to put color down and see it evolve into something beautiful that you can like literally just like create and then put up and let people enjoy. Yes. So it, it really does like kind of like balance out the need that I have with my drag just being able to be creative and create something that people can like look at and mm-hmm. enjoy. And I really do love the the process. So that's what I've been up to for sure. Well, kudos. And I'm glad you're doing it because baby, you're doing it and doing it well. Yes. For your nerves. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I, I do love me some naked people. So if you want to come and like, you know, send me a reference image of your butt ass nakedness I will draw it or I will paint it whatever <laughs> I just want to see you naked <laughs> that is what it boils down to <laughs> I'm cooped up in lockdown girl I just need to see some nudity and I want to I want to draw it out as long as possible that's why I'm like taking it takes me forever to paint these paintings and I really do enjoy the process so why not <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, honey. I live. I live. We oh have some. E- we have some emails in our inbox. I'm super excited to read the read to you. We'll do that right after this break. Boop boop. And we are back to the chop. We just talking shit. How y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Well, we've had some of our listeners write us an email, like, and we encourage all of our listeners to write us at thetreesandmanila at gmail.com. Uh, and you guys really, uh, you, your questions um, and your suggestions really help define what we are talking about on our podcast. So, yes. Patrice, what is in our inbox? Okay. Uh, we have an inbox from Andy and Trace. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, Latrice and Manila, you fabulous queens, you. Mm. We're a straight couple, married forever and ever. We live in London, UK. I'm American. My husband, Andy, is English. We're both obsessed with drag and always have been, even before Drag Race. Oh, well, that's good to know. Oh. All, all Things Drag has really helped us keep us sane, keep us sane over the lockdown, your podcast in particular. Our question is, what are your thoughts about straight men who love drag? Do you think there's a... Uh, U.S. U.K. divide there. In other words, we have a theory that in the U.K. people are much more exposed from a young age to men wearing dresses, from Monty Python to Christmas uh, pantomimes. Drag queens are there, and it isn't usually for straight men to put out put on a dress, you know, at this point in their lives without feeling their masculinity is threatened. In the States, it seems that is less case, you know, where even more enlightened straight men, uh, we'd be much more wary 
of playing around in typical gender roles. Have you noticed the difference when uh, you performed in the UK, like maybe more straight men are at your gigs? Well, yeah, because they're with their wives. (laughs) (laughs) Is it possible that Andy and I have screwed uh, a skewed uh, perception? We'd love to hear what you think. With many thanks to everyone who makes the chat happen and yourselves for being funny, fierce, and fabulous queens that you are, Andy and Trace. I love you, Andy and Trace. Um, no, I, you know what, you, it's, there is definitely a difference in culture when it comes regarding men, gender roles, straight men especially, don't usually promenade and drag around here. I mean, unless you have your Jamie Foxes, you have Tyler Perry, you know, famous people who do it for the coin. Um, I feel I feel like yeah, it's it's for it's it's for the joke. It's for the it's joke. Funny. It's funny. It's like it's oh funny. Bugs Bunny getting a Bugs Bunny Correct. wearing a dress and like, you know, to like escape Elmer Fudd's, you know, like hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so yeah, you don't usually get a lot of straight men who are secure enough really in my opinion to play those type of roles or to do it even for fun um, or express their feminine feminine side. Uh, I do notice a difference that there are a lot more straight men um, who gravitate towards the drag in the UK. I, I, I do get a lot of um, straight guys in my meet and greets, which is really kind of refreshing. Like you said, a lot a lot of the straight guys are coming with their girlfriends or their wives mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. their friends because they, they've watched the show and they find it entertaining mm-hmm. and they appreciate the art form and they can they can watch the show and learn that. Yeah, it's not like me liking this isn't me saying that I'm gay or effeminate or whatever. It, it, it's becoming like almost empowering to be like oh i'm straight and i'm so straight that i can be comfortable with being around drag and appreciating Mm -hmm. drag and enjoying drag for what it is i i think that it's i think it's great to i think it's great that we have so many straight people male and female who are really becoming entertained and enjoying drag for what it is for a uh, for an entertainment uh purpose you know what i mean yeah and you know what it's it's also refreshing is that you know it it creates a bond that's a little more i think more um important in in straight couples that aren't the norm you know, normally yeah. you bond over a movie or a song or your favorite restaurant. But drag is something that is usually, oh, that's a girl thing. You know, oh, that's my wife's thing. My girlfriend loves you, you know. But more and more straight men are appreciative because they see the effects, the positive effects that queens are having on their wives and their their girlfriends. Like, 
the girls are starting to uh, channel their inner divas, start fixing themselves up, putting on a little lash, a little makeup, a little sexy, a little corset, a little, little six-inch heel a in little the bedroom. Six-inch hair. Yes. Exactly. And so these men are getting their lives because now their wives are more secure in their femininity. And if you can get that from drag, that is what we do. This is why I do what I do. I do this out of respect and homage to women. I never um, uh, um, play in drag to make fun of women. I always lift and keep them on high regard whenever I uh, am in drag. I, I love women. I, I, I think they're the most beautiful creatures on earth, and we wouldn't be here without them. So, Yeah. And like in the UK, they do do a lot of like cross dressing. Straight yeah. straight actors and mm-hmm. comedians do a lot of cross dressing for the laughs because it is, it is ridiculous when you like boil it down. Yeah. Like as a person putting on what this this particular garment or this piece of clothing makes you a woman, and this particular one makes you a man, and it's fun to laugh about the the gender roles that we've kind of established in society and so because you, because you are watching a man wearing a dress and you can laugh about it it makes it more comfortable for you to accept it in general mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. you know like if you can like put on an outfit and be like oh look at me i'm wearing a wig oh i'm wearing <laughs> high heels oh ha, 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 i look like ridiculous it's funny it, it actually is almost like a, a, a stepping stone in acceptance and um and understanding that th- this is kind of just a concept that we've come up with as a like because like we are born naked like if we were just animals like walking around in the serengeti or whatever naked like there is no difference differentiation between a man and a woman besides like their physical parts but we put so much emphasis on how we dress and how we present each other so the fact that you can make fun of that and and be entertained by that is like kind of like you know, laughing in the face of what we've kind of established over these centuries. Correct. You know what I mean? So yeah. it does kind of like open up people's minds to like, what is like, what does this mm-hmm. mean when I put on like this women's clothes or what does it I mean, mean when I put on men's clothes? <laughs> if you're, if you're like Gene Hackman in the birdcage at the end of the movie, <laughs> that, 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 that's pure comedy, you know? Yes. <laughs> that's yes. Pure, pure cross-dressing, <laughs> transvestite, that's comedy. That's what you do. Yeah. And the other thing about it is that like, even me as like a gay man, drag queen, like, I do like to put on clothes that I wouldn't normally wear, even if it is just to kind of try it on, to do a little, like, fashion montage while a Hillary Duff song plays in the background. I, <laughs> I think it, like, it, it, it's kind of sweet to think that, like, you know, like, people are kind of, like, just kind of throwing it out the window, like, like oh, this is what you're, you have to wear. Because, like... I'm sure that there are plenty of straight couples out there who are watching RuPaul's Drag Race and, you know, the wife is like, you know what? Oh, I got these size 10 high heel patent leather shoes. And you know what? Why not put a strap on dildo on Miss Thing and fucking like fuck your husband while he's wearing a fucking pair of fishnets? Who knows? He might be into it. Well, you know, I yeah, I mean, that is like, 
kind of hot now that you're talking about it like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horny. I already told you this. <laughs> we got to get into that, too, because, <laughs> I mean, because right now you sound like you can start writing some scenes for some some, some of the, 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 the porn networks right now. So that's... <laughs> You got some scenarios and situations <laughs> going on in that brain of yours. <laughs> Girl, I've been cooped up in this house. <laughs> but, you know, but you're not wrong. You know, I, I think that um, it's also another another way for straight men to explore their sexuality and sensuality. And, yeah, maybe their wife might want to put a little fishnet pantyholes on yeah. them and why not and, reverse and, the role and revo- a little reverse bit. the yeah. role a little bit you know and there's nothing there's nothing gay about that just because no. you like a little something something up your booty hole don't mean that you're gay i've 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 come to learn a lot about you know in these years of my uh existence exactly you, you yeah it's not it's just that's where I, that's where the hot section is that's where <laughs> that's where the fire is if it's that's the, that's the key to the kingdom if you can find the spot you can come in so <laughs> <laughs> no i i do, i really do i really do really love when the straight people come to the shows i really do love the straight fans i love all i love all the women that come i love the fact that they're open with this with their supportive boyfriends and supportive husbands um and family members i i, I really it really does it gives me hope to see like straight couples coming to the show because like it means that like when these straight couples decide to have babies that they're yeah. not going to have this like perception of like what their son or what yep. their daughter has to be. And that makes me very happy to see. Well, it makes me happy too, because it just shows because uh, what's, what's to happen like this next, next generation, you know, it's going to be, it's already changing and seeing how the generation um, X and Z and all that right now are way more vocal than I ever was about politics or what's going on in the world and all that kind of thing. So the fact that this generation is already more woke than we were. um, It gives us hope. It gives us hope. Yeah. Because like hopefully this, the shit that we're going through right now in the US won't happen again where we have some clown as our leader. Like, that that that's the biggest joke of the freaking century right now. It's like y'all let that happen. Oh God, we thought we were doing bad. <laughs> you, know? Well, you know what the funny, the crazy thing about it is that like you know, as I get older and I'm like having a harder time adapting to the way that things are are changing. Uh-huh. Like I I I still haven't updated my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I can't figure it out. Like, like, it still I, works. It, it still, still works. works. I can't even figure this out. But like I understand, like you know, like the generations that came before, like they they come from a different time. They had they were raised a different way. Like their mom hard- and like their dad. Yeah, yep. and it's harder for them to like get on board with how things are changing and evolving. I'm no. nervous for myself that I'm not going to be able to evolve and change, even though I feel like right now I'm progressive. Girl, that's all thought. you do is evolve and change. Well, that's, that's all what, you do. I know, but I know it gets it gets me nervous. Like when I'm in like my 80s, I just don't want to be like. <laughs> I don't want to be like that. Like I get nervous because oh like my gosh. I feel like 
the our youth and our new generations are evolving really fast. And it, it, it's like funny because I'm like, I'm realizing like, oh, like there's going to come to a point where I don't know, you know, like there's going to be a new thing that I'd never even thought about, you know, that's going to become like the new hot topic issue that people right. are going to be fighting about. And I raised the way that I've been raised. It's going to be, I, I'm already feeling like I'm going to be like, oh, I, I have to change my opinion. Like, this is how I've always grown up. This is how I've always been doing it. This is this is how I've portrayed myself in my drag and my artistry and, and the way of thinking and my whatever. And I'm I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to evolve fast enough with the new with generation. The yeah. Yes, because like yeah, we're I, gonna be we're gonna be I evolving think you're faster. Hip. You're hip. And if not, girl, you get a hip replacement. And so <laughs> I'll be there for you, sister. Oh my girl. All right. Posing nude, I hope. Posing nude. Posing nude. All right, let's take a break and we will uh find out who our what our tops and our chops are this week, all right? You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. Girl, you got the chop. We are back. Jinx your music. Oh god. Okay, the tops and the chops. We do this every week on our Tuesday episode where we talk about the tops and our chops of the episode of Drag Race Holland. But on Thursday episodes, we're talking about the tops and chops of just our everyday lives. We're not just focused on the TV. We're just here to discuss what our highlights of the week are. Our tops. And our chops. Latrice, um, I'm going to switch it up because okay. I want to I, I, I like on end note. on a positive. I like so that. What, what sucked for you this week? What sucked oh. for you this week? You know, I... I Honestly, quite honestly, I can tell you a pet peeve that I have that sucks, but it's not really that what happened this week. It's an ongoing thing. And I'm chopping it, okay? <laughs> this is what I do not like, okay? Don't set up a time for a meeting. Oh, fuck. And then you tell me, oh, just kidding. Uh, can we push it back to two o'clock or can we push it back to three o'clock? And I'm like, well, you said 12, <laughs> you said 12. And then you're going to tell, I'm sitting here looking like, okay, let's go. Or if it's like, even if it's like, it's the people that come to like service, my uh, fish tank or whatever, my saltwater tank, it's, it's just, it's every aspect of life. And so, um, like that happened just to, you know, the, the fish tank guy, he texts me, he's like, at 9 a.m., I just happened to be awake because I went on my morning walk. But at 9 a.m., he's like, can we come by at noon? I was like, sure, perfect, I'll be up. Okay. Well, it's noon, and I ain't heard. So 1230, I, I'm like, are y'all still coming? Oh, yeah, we're running a little behind. Can we come at 2? Well, bitch, you could have texted me at noon to let me know you weren't coming. So that I can go and do what I need to do. If I got some errands to run or whatever to pick up some shit from the grocery store, I can go do that. I'm not just sitting here wasting my day waiting on y'all. So long-winded story, but 
my chop is fucking people who be saying setting up a meeting time. Don't be taking the fence dipper. Uh, but setting up a meeting. <laughs> 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 the dipper, our producer of the chop, texted us last night saying we are going to do our podcast at twelve o'clock noon, and then at twelve o'clock noon he texts us and be like, "I'm running ten minutes late. I'm so sorry." But that's what I can deal with because we be no, running ten he, minutes he late. Texted. Yeah, he texted, and we be running a little ten minutes late sometimes, but. So, you know, that happens. 10 minutes is not two hours. That's the difference. So. Yeah. What's your chop, girl? <laughs> I digress. What's your chop? Um, my chop, um, well, this week, well, we're recording this, like, w- this episode's going to come out next week, but, like, it is Halloween. Mm. And um, in preparation for Halloween, I don't really give a shit about Halloween as a drag queen. <laughs> Me because either. Because Halloween used to be such a fun um, holiday for me to get dressed up and to do that. But now that my job is to get dressed up, (laughs) it's like the least, the last thing I want to (laughs) do. Unfortunately, I'm married to a man who loves Halloween. Same, same, same. It's a Libra thing, I'm thinking. You know, oh the birthday, my God. and it's like the, like the end of like the the month and their of October. And the alter ego got to twinkle out. They got to get in touch with that alter ego, honey. Yes. So my chop is the fact that like I just cannot get into the same mood as my husband. <laughs> he has like he has gone through all of our wardrobe. Like he's like pulled the cl- clothes out of like uh like from under the bed, from out of the closet, from my drag room, and he's trying to like conjure up. <laughs> These ah, Halloween costumes for for us, and I'm just like completely unbothered. I can't get in the mood. I'm like, Halloween's not happening, baby. Like, <laughs> cancel, bitch. Cancel. We're not having trick or treaters. Nothing. Did you get candy for the trick or treaters at least? No, no. We're just not, we're not allowed candy in the house because if we have candy in the house, I'm just going to end up eating it all. Oh, well, good, because when that, if no trick-or-treaters show up, I'm shipping, I swear to you, Minola, I'm shipping all this shit straight to you because it will not sit up in my house. I will not be getting diabetes <laughs> up in here, and I'm trying to lose weight. I'm shipping all this shit to you and Mike. I promise you, if they don't come, you can expect a care package from me because you're going to... We actually did get candy for the kids, just in case, because I don't want to be... We new in the neighborhood. We don't want to seem like we the, you know, yeah, yeah, uncool yeah. one. But I think about doing something social distancing, like having pre-packaged like little Ziploc bags so that they can already be done and I don't have to like, you know, okay. handle. Yeah, I love you know. that. I love that. Yeah. Cool. You you have like the little like the stick with the claw <laughs> and then you just like, That's, pull. I just hand it out the door. Yeah, very open, open the door jar and like pull it out. Enough. Drop it in there like little pumpkin. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What about what about your tops? Like, what's amazing this week that you just absolutely love? Like, quite honestly, I gotta say, like, things are happening. Like, um, it's been a great week for me for new opportunities that have like been presented presented to me, and so I'm really excited about these opportunities that you guys are gonna hear more about as they get i'm like i literally got to sign contracts before you know you know how it goes yes, NBAs yes, yes. and all that so like there are good things happening right now even through this pandemic and i feel really blessed and fortunate that people are thinking about me still um and and that i'm 
being blessed and presented with these great new opportunities that are going to uh, change and enhance my life. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really it's really tough to like think like, oh, fuck, like what we were doing before has like changed so much. So like it's nice that, you know, like we have opportunities. opportunities yeah, to be still. yeah, totes, totes. Uh, well, my top this moment is uh, this week is the fact that I finished that painting. Oh, well, you did that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You did that. Thank you. Um, Yes. Yeah, I was working on that painting for my friend, Stephen, and um, I can't even tell you, like, it it was, I I bit off a lot more than I was expecting to. Well, you chewed it up, honey. You (laughs) chewed it up. Uh, So, yeah, it, it gives me, like, a little bit of, like, you know, just satisfaction knowing that, like, I finished my painting. Um. You know, the coolest thing about it was that because it's such a huge canvas and I'm giving it as a gift to my friend, I I I know that like if you want to like frame a like a canvas, it's expensive. It's yeah. expensive. So yeah. so what I did is that I uh, formatted the painting so that I would paint an actual gold gilded frame around the edge of the painting, so you don't even. So have you painted to that. Fr- you painted the freaking frame. Yeah, that's not a real frame. That's a painting. Bitch. Of the frame. Oh my God! Next level. You need to stop. You need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. Uh, I actually I enjoy. Oh it. my God! It's beautiful. A gold gilded frame. Yes. In paint. It has so much dimension. I thought it was a real thing. <laughs> I'm gagging. If y'all can see my face right now, my my jaw's on the floor. Like I'm so proud of my sister. She's so talented. Oh, thank you. We should, we, I I would say let's do an art show together, but no. No, we could. I, I, we sure we could, could. Let's right? Let's do that. It might have to be. It might have to be virtual on a Zoom call. Yeah, somewhere, no, but, but like, we still, could do it. Like we could do yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun to um to express my creativity through a different medium besides my drag. Because like, drag is great because like as a creative person, you can you can find so many different ways to like focus that energy. Because like instead of painting yeah. on a canvas, I'm just painting on my face. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. So now yep. it's like, okay, I'm only really getting in drag every once in a while. So let me just focus that energy into like a piece of artwork. Well, you did that. Well, yes, those are our tops yes. and our chops of the week. Whoa, whoa. Well, y'all, you know, it's always wonderful sitting here chitting, chatting, and 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 talking shit with you guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listen to the job. So you guys, I encourage all of you to subscribe to our shows. We have new episodes every Tuesday and every Thursday. And you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Mm-hmm. And remember, you can send us an email and we might read it on the show next week. Just email us at latrisamanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the chop. Boom. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. 
Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Duzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Bellai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.